great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Hello, everyone. My name is Trent, but most of you know me as IT Guy, and welcome back to the Blockchain Gaming Podcast. In this episode, I recap this week's news and events in the Coin Hunt World ecosystem. Let's jump right into it. This week's recap is for the week of August 15th to the 21st, and there's been some pretty interesting changes. And here to discuss those changes with me is Smooshy. How's it going? Fantastic. Thank you very much for having me on your podcast. No problem. No problem. Um, so for people who don't like kind of know you and your story, um, why don't you run us through your coin hunt world accolades real quick? So I started in February. I got addicted to this game. I started making TikToks on how to play and recruiting new players. Uh, I made a fan group trying to get more people involved and chatting about it and stop driving my partner nuts when I talk about coin hunt. And I am now in my third competition month uh, where I go hard every day trying to make those leaderboards. Right on. And I think we all see you up there. Um, So I know the answer to this question, but just for other people out there, um, you're high on the leaderboards. So what, uh, like what city are you hunting in? Where are you from? Uh, so I'm hunting in Toronto. It is a great city to hunt in. We have a yellow vault, uh, and we were only a couple hours behind the first yellow vault made, which was out in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And I believe there's a second one coming up, right? Yes, they are filling the Mississauga yellow vault, which on a good bike ride, I could probably go hit. So that's going to start burning a few of those yellow keys I've saved up. And for those of you who don't know, um, I think... As far as, you know, Torontonians go, we're, we're classifying Mississauga as Toronto. <laughs> it's basically Toronto. We just, we pretend it's not most of the time, but I'll take it for coin hunt. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so uh, you, you touched a little bit on kind of how you got into it. D- is there any like more details? So I know you started in February, but um, what actually got you onto the app? Um. Well, I've been looking into ways to kind of stack more sats like a lot of people. Uh, My work was heavily affected by the pandemic, so I didn't have a lot of free money to spend. Uh, I was doing little things like shake pay, you know, just shaking my phone for a few sats a day. And uh, I've been an avid gamer all my life, and I thought there's got to be some opportunities. And I'll be honest, when I first found CoinHunt, I was suspicious. Any game that sounds too good to be true, I thought, "There's, there's no way. I joined the Discord and I fell in love. I've been hooked ever since. And the moment I got my first deposit from the game, I was completely sold. This is this is what I do now. For sure, I, I think we can all relate to that first deposit. Um, so you also touched a little bit of on. Um, so you're clearly very active in the community and you make a lot of um, content. Um, so do you want to just kind of delve a little bit? I know I've seen some of your uh, TikTok videos, but um like why do you what kind of content do you make and why did you start kind of making it uh i think one of the things 
that motivated me to start was the referrals. I noticed that the referral system really helps. The more players that you recruit into the game, uh, once they start getting keys, especially those higher tier keys, like the yellows and the reds, it can really boost you up on the leaderboards. Um, I also noticed that I was kind of driving my partner nuts by talking about coin hunt all the time. And so having an outlet where I can kind of share my passion with other people, especially once I started getting positive feedback from people being like, wow, this is really cool. How do I do this? How do I do that? Uh, and my videos of me just kind of ranting about how cool this game is became tutorials basically on how to build your HQ, how to complete a buddy quest. And so that has obviously given you a ton of referrals, hasn't it? <laughs> a lot. I think I'm very close to 300 now. Over oh. 100 of them have made their HQ, which feels really good. Holy smokes. So that is definitely one of the ways to get a lot of leaderboard points, you'd say. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm actually, even though I've benefited greatly from the referral system, I'm glad they've changed it a little bit. That way there aren't, you know, months where I'm not even competing and I'm going to have three or four people print red keys and suddenly I'm in the top 20 or something silly. Right. Now people have to be opening vaults and I mm -hmm. think that's a great change. And not only that, but they have to get the question right too. <laughs> exactly. I feel like that's going to limit it even further. <laughs> Some of those questions can be tough. Yeah, I bet. Um, so you've, before we get into sort of like more about that game, I just want to touch on that quickly. Um, you've actually opened red vaults before, haven't you? Yes, yep. uh, I did a floating red vault, and I actually did the boosted red vault more recently with a couple of friends. They uh, they drove in, and all three of us did it together. All three of us got it right on our first try, and I even got a red key back oh doing God. the red vault, which felt amazing. <laughs> of course it does. The rich get richer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing with you. Um, So, obviously, um, you're a longtime player, but... Uh, the auction house is brand new for all of us, right? Um, so have you been doing any action there? I absolutely have. I have bought, I think, four or five of the skins that uh, were released before I started playing the game. I think I've got only five or six that I still have to acquire. Uh, I've also started selling things more recently, but that's tough. Uh, it's hard to gauge what is in demand and what are reasonable prices for things, whether it's going to be worth more in the future or whether I should be selling, say, resin right now while everybody wants to get their hands on some resin. Um, so are you selling any resin? <laughs> I do. I, I don't know that it's going to sell, but I have listed it. I have, uh, I think, like a 100 and something thousand resin in my inventory right now. So I threw a bundle of 25,000 and a bundle of 10,000 up under market value hoping i get a few bids on it right on right on so i think uh i don't know if this is the same for you but i heard that and we'll get into this later but the elemental invasion won't start till the next month um so i was kind of banking on that uh for blueprints to push me up the leaderboards but um because obviously that's not happening until september i decided that i gotta start selling my resin for keys to kind of pick up <laughs> uh, blueprints on the auction house so that actually i did that today i started listing listing my resin i think as soon as people discover that if they hunt a lot they're going to have more than enough resin at least yeah. until a future update allows green user vaults or more yellow vaults that need to be filled uh I think the price is going to go down. So it's great to sell the resin while you can. Paint, I think, is surprisingly undervalued right now, though. I think the value on paint is going to go up 
uh, long term. So you're um, you're bullish on paint and bearish on resin. <laughs> Absolutely, that is a, a great way to put it. That's right. I, uh, as a top tier player, I almost didn't have enough paint to print the new Shark QB that came out. Uh, same thing with, I believe, two months ago when I was last competing for leaderboards. I didn't have quite enough to print the Pirate QB mm. when I first got it. I had to go hunt more to save up for it. So I think those red and purple paints are going to be really in demand in future updates. Right on. Um, so I, I don't know if you mentioned anything about buying. Um, so you said buying blueprints, but are you buying any uh, resin for leaderboard pushes? Selling and buying? I am not buying any resin. I cannot even spend the resin I had. I think I started this month with almost 200,000. And because most hunts are you know, bringing me back 10,000 resin, even though I'm filling every user vault I encounter, I'm just not encountering empty bulldozers anymore. That's kind of the same thing on my end too. So I always keep you know, a 10,000 extra just in case I see a, a bulldozer. But around my area, nobody, nobody's been joining and popping them up for me. I was lucky enough to encounter five of them one evening, probably a week ago. Uh, they were all actually from the same player. And I thought, ah, now's, now's my chance. Let's get rid of some of this. And it pushed me briefly below 100,000. And within a couple hunts, I was way back up there again. So please, people, build more user vaults. I will fill them if I find them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Same here. And I'm sure that person was incredibly happy to wake up to five vaults being finished. <laughs> that must be such a pleasant surprise, especially for a more casual player where resin is still very in demand. I know if that happened to me when I first started playing, I would be ecstatic. <laughs> Jackpot, right? Yeah. Okay, um, so we'll move on to some of the bigger news that's happened this week. I don't know if you're aware of this. Maybe you're about to hear this for the first time, but probably not. Um, so there is a new build coming. It's going to be coming next week, I believe. And Ooh. what's in this build is a couple of things. So there is... Um, five new categories coming. I don't know which categories, but um, there's also dynamic rewards coming. Um, yes. There is the camera lock um, coming. And I believe that the interval on the auction house, like the like the max you can bid, like the minimum you can bid above the already set bid um, is going to be changing to five blue keys. I, I'm not 100% sure on that, but... That could be a potential thing that's coming in the next build. I look forward to that one. I'm so tired of seeing you've been outbid and it's one blue key higher. Like, <laughs> come on, who cares about one blue key? I, I, I could definitely say I'm a culprit for that, but... <laughs> I do it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's go to the categories. Um, what categories do you think are coming and which ones do you want to see? Uh, I think that they're going to release the crypto category as fast as possible because a big part of this game, at least from when I started, they were talking about was introducing people to the crypto scene, getting them more informed about crypto. And I think having a crypto category for, for these trivia questions is a great way to teach people uh, what's true and what they've just you know been misinformed about. Uh, so I'm really hoping that one comes out sooner rather than later. Yeah, I agree. And I think that gives them potential to kind of do like follow along on their business plan um, as far as, you know, advertising different cryptocurrencies go. 
Absolutely. There are some phenomenal ones out there that aren't the big two that everybody knows. Uh, they all have very specific use cases, but unless you really delve into the crypto scene, how many people know about them? How many people know there are other real options other than, you know, meme coins? Exactly. And I'll probably get your take on those altcoins later, but uh, I'm just going to keep it coin hunt world for now, at least for now. <laughs> um, so we do have the dynamic rewards. I'm sure you're familiar with this, but I believe this is coming next week. Um, so basically for the casual player in the audience right now, What's going to be happening is they're changing the reward system where you get more crypto and more leaderboard points for a faster answer. Um, so this is basically um, making Google just inefficient when it comes to making or playing this game. And there's going to be uh, three zones to determine this. Um, so depending on which zone uh, you're locked in on in the question... Uh, it's going to be adjusted for the crypto slash leaderboard points. So the zones are 100%, you get the full reward. 60%, you get 60% of the re reward. And 40% if you're slow and you're Googling. Uh, what, do you, what do you think about these dynamic rewards? Uh, I think it's a blessing and a curse. Mm -hmm. I really like that they're not trying to outright say no to Google. Uh, they want people to still be able to learn the questions and solve the ones that they can't do. Um, and for somebody who's answered hundreds and hundreds of vaults a day, especially with the, the limited number of categories we currently have, I don't actually read the question anymore. Yeah. I usually just glance at the answers and I already know what it is yep. with rare exception. Right. Uh, so I think this is going to be a great way for players who, who are doing this regularly or have knowledge in a specific category to gain a bit of an advantage. I am a little worried that... Uh, especially as a player who's biking around, sometimes I can't answer it as quickly as I'd like to because I'm, you know, watching out for cars or crazy pedestrians. There are going to be questions I know, and I'm going to lose a lot of the reward just because I'm trying to be safe. Uh, so it's going to be a bit of a balancing act, and there's definitely going to be a bit of a learning curve on it. Yes, I think that um, the blue vaults aren't going to matter as much, right? You're going to, if you don't know the question, you're going to Google it the one time, and basically, I mean, this is what I've done is I've just remembered all of the answers. Uh, since then, yes. I usually only have to Google one time. Um, but it, it it's going to be the green vaults and up, right? Where if you start Googling just to make sure you got the question right to save keys, you've now lost you know more than 50% of the reward. Is that is that going to be worth it in the long term? Exactly. And that as somebody who answers, I think, 5 to 10 green vaults on an average day, I... I have some of these questions memorized, and I occasionally will still Google them just to confirm that I'm not mixing it up with another question. Exactly. And now having to decide, like, do I do I want to be sure and get some reward or risk it for the biscuit and potentially get only 40%? Because mm. uh, then you're also kind of questioning, again, the same problem they had before with uh, the amount of resin or paint you can get in a blue vault versus a green vault. Is it worth opening these higher-tier vaults? Or should I stick with blues and save myself the keys, save myself the stress? Right. And so what's what's your take on that? You obviously don't skip your green vaults. I do not. Unless I'm saving up for a competition month, I, I cannot pass up on those dollars. I am a firm believer in hunting the dip. And I think until this this price goes way up, we are in a beautiful dip, a beautiful opportunity to stack sats. Um, but for those yellow vaults, I... 
I don't know if you've seen my video or if, or if your listeners have seen it. I failed the yellow vault like five times in a row. I, I did it too quickly after a big bike ride. I was baked in the sun for too long, and that hurt. But now knowing that even if I do get it right, and it's a tough question I had to Google, I might get 40%. Right. perhaps i'd be better to save my keys for the auction house right and just stick with those lower tier the the blues and maybe the green vaults right uh, it's a strategy game at its core and i loved watching it evolve and it's actually funny that you say that because i i have seen that video <laughs> um, not to la- <laughs> not to laugh at your pain but uh and i think a lot of people have as well but um i i did learn something from that video and I, I've been doing it ever since. It wasn't too long ago that you uh, released that. But ever since then, I've, and I don't have any yellow vaults around me, um, but I do it with greens, is where I'll just stop for a second and, you know, turn off my music, you know, just kind of take a drink of water just because like I don't want to miss this question um especially if I have one green key left and it just you know ruins the next five minutes of my life uh, oh, so, it's so brutal you go out of your way to get the green vault you see on the map yeah and you get there and it's like okay I've got one key this is this is my chance and you rush it a little too much oh, it's not worth it yeah. I uh that's a big part of why I share my fails and my successes so other people don't make the same mistakes I do maybe they learn some trivia that uh they will encounter in the future and they'll stay hydrated while they're out there, you know, biking in the sun. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the third thing coming to the new build is, um, this camera lock, um, idea thing. I'm not, I'm not really too sure about this. Um, so I believe this is, um, when you're, when you're looking at the map, if you were to like change direction, like if you did like a 180. With your body and the phone um you're on the map it actually turns with you as well um what are your kind of thoughts on that uh i didn't like it when i started but now i'm used to it so i don't know that i'll want to use the camera lock as soon as it comes out uh i feel like that'll get me more confused i was very happy when they at least added the north south east and west options that way you can kind of see on the map okay this is where i am this is where i'm going that definitely helps for someone from Toronto as well, who always talk in North, East, South, and West terms. <laughs> <laughs> if I can't see the CN Tower, it is the only way I know where I'm going. <laughs> exactly. Um. So I kind of have a hot, not a hot take on this, but um, I don't think this is going to be uh, such a great, a great feature. Um, I do sometimes wish I had it. At some points, I'm like, oh, like, which way am I going? Like, I don't even know. I've I've been looking at my Coin Hunt app for too long, and not so much, you know, at the actual <laughs> streets. Um, but the other times, I think that it, it's really totally gonna mess with me. So, um, I think you're right. I think it's just gonna take a little bit to get used to. Um, but I've never played a geolocation game before. Like, I wasn't big on Pokemon Go, and I assume they have that, and it's a great feature. So. Yeah. One quality of life that they have promised along similar lines is the dark mode. Right. And I think when they release that one, it will be incredible. Uh, when I'm day hunting, I'm burning my battery just because I've got it all the way up to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I'm night hunting, uh, kind of like you mentioned, you look up from your phone, you don't really know where you are. I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of looking around blinded going, what year is it? Where yeah. am I? <laughs> exactly. I will be a big firm believer in dark mode. I like dark mode everything though. Everything that has dark mode, I've switched over to dark mode. Exactly. I think that's a, a great thing they're adding. 
Um, okay, so I'll move along from that build that's coming, and again, that's next week. Um, but I'll just move into some of the um, ideas and kind of newsy updates that were in the Discord this week. Um, so what had there was a a battle pass idea that was kind of passed around by the developers um so this is one that i jotted down because i really really like this idea um are you familiar with like the battle pass concept from other games yes but what are they going to do in coin hunt with this well that's all for our speculation at this moment in time (laughs) um so i think there there was a possible special quest line each month um that you can like kind of receive a qb from at the end Oh, I love it. Yep. And and then there another idea passed around was being able to pay for the, the battle pass with um with keys or like if if it's possible pay for it in fiat money. Hmm. Um, so, I think that opens up some interesting opportunities there. Yes, no, for sure. I, and like a battle pass idea is very I don't want to say addicting because that's the wrong word for it, but that definitely makes you want to play and go way harder doesn't it absolutely especially if they have a reward like a qb at the end of the month where i'm going to be mixing up my normal play style they're you know going to have different kind of maybe you have to answer one question from each category of trivia or you have to answer fast whatever it is they end up doing with this it's going to motivate me to play in a way that i'm not used to and that makes the game feel fresh uh, and and potentially getting a skin out of it when they have a leaderboard coming out in the future for different QBs. Yep. I think that's going to be beautiful. And it, it also kind of ties in with the fact that special buildings will be allowed if you have certain skins, motivating people more to, to get this battle pass, to yep. get themselves out of their comfort zone. Uh, I don't know about you, but if I see general knowledge pop up, I, that's my go-to. Yeah, it's I an instinct General clip. knowledge and lifestyle just without even thinking about it. But if they give me some kind of reward for choosing categories I'm not necessarily comfortable with, like music or entertainment, I'm going to start learning new trivia again without them having to add 300 new questions every week. True. Uh, It makes their life easier, and it makes the game feel fresh for players like me. And that goes that the same goes for a happy hour for me. I noticed that you know I I suck in a few categories, <laughs> say say for example books, um, but then I do a happy hour and it's books, and you know I end up googling the questions, yes, but I get them right, and then later on when I get those three options and they're all awful, but one of them's books, I've done a happy hour in books and I know the answers, so. You do learn new trivia very quickly. I very much liked Happy Hour for that. I uh, I wasn't a big fan of paint when it first was released. I didn't see what the auction house kind of revealed to me. But now, every time I see it's Happy Hour, even if I've just got back from a hunt, I look at my partner and I go, I'm sorry, I, I got to go. It's <laughs> Happy Hour. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's, that's kind of the same thing with me. Yeah, for sure. I'm like, where, where are you going at this time? Like, why are you leaving? <laughs> Yeah. Um. So there was also an announcement for adding more cranes after the elemental invasion. Um. So I believe the elemental invasion is going to be starting at the beginning of September now. Um. They had probably a lot of work to do on that, and also I think the idea was that they didn't want to drop like a leader bomb, but a leaderboard bomb at the end of the month. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. Those blueprints, especially the the sheer quantity they're going to be releasing, could be such a game changer. Uh, the common one obviously isn't such a big deal, but the fact that there's going to be a legendary auctioned off is is already massive. Uh, I believe they said that nobody will have enough resources to print that outright, which is good. But with the auction house, they can buy it if they have the keys and the resources are up for sale. Uh, but with an epic skin from the Elemental Evasion event, that's the equivalent of opening 10 yellows. And yep. nobody has that many yellow vaults near them. That yep. can be a game changer on a leaderboard battle. I think my goal is to get all of those during the Elemental Evasion. What about you? hundred percent. I, I plan on having all of them with an abundance of resources to ideally sell off to players who didn't have time to hunt or are in smaller towns and don't yet have enough vaults around them to get all the necessary resources. You're a better man than I, because I think once I get <laughs> needed resources, that's it. <laughs> I think down here, coin hunt is a way of life. Every Even on my non-competition months, I'm still doing probably 20 to 30 kilometers a day uh and now that it's competition month 50 kilometers in the morning 50 kilometers in the evening that's a lot of coin hunt (laughs) i'm seeing a lot of toronto because of this game i love it (laughs) yeah true i i didn't really think about that but that same goes for me i'm i'm in the hamilton area but um it was funny the person who actually recommended me to go into hamilton and kind of hit um, mcmaster and and do all of that was a, a fellow coin hunt world player in my area um so i thought it was really neat that uh, i was able to kind of just meet someone playing the game um has that ever happened to you yes and i i'm not gonna lie it went to my head a little bit i felt like a maybe not an a-list celebrity but a b-list celebrity uh i was oh they recognized the you they recognized me from okay. my Reddit videos. Right uh, I post a couple of my TikToks there, and he goes, hey, are, are you finally stepping in? You're, you're smooshy? And I'm like, yeah, what did I do? He goes, I saw your video, and it convinced me to play Coin Hunt. And from that moment, I just, I was on top of the world. I added them as a friend. I don't think I've got a buddy quest with them yet, but I'm still hoping that happens soon. That's awesome. That's the, that, well, there's that community coming together. Oh, it's wonderful. My uh, my IRL friend that I recruited into the game, uh, a real buddy of mine, had the same thing happen with one of the leaderboard players in Toronto. He oh. ran into somebody who he said, uh, Garvbar, I believe it was, recognized that he was playing Coin Hunt, and they had a little chat, and they added each other's buddies. And I just think that's another thing the devs have talked about. Once it's not a COVID situation, there's so much potential for group events where you need 10 people to open a vault for example or you know if you have a bunch of people opening vaults together there's going to be a bonus for that there's there's so many cool things they can do that will get the community working together yes for sure um and i think that also um brings in the clan idea that they had going on um i don't know if you saw any (laughs) discussion about that um but what do you what are your thoughts on on that idea there I love it, and I'm terrified because Blockboy's clan is going to be brutal. I I think Toronto is a great hunting ground, but there are a few players uh, that are just so well-known that a lot of people will naturally want to flock to their clans. Yeah, uh, I'm interested to see what kind of restrictions or what kind of benefits they put on that as well. I'm kind of hopeful that it's not like that. 
and that it's more regionally based um, because I would love like if we had like a southern Ontario kind of thing going um, and then you, you kind of have like the nationality pride, you have the, you know, provincial pride, you know, you have that just l that little extra drive as far as like a co if, it, if a competition was to ensue. I would love that. I already know Vancouver and Toronto have a little bit of a rivalry. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it happened before that yellow crane or right around that time, but I love them. But I'm also very jealous of their beautiful form and blueprints. Yeah, um, I mean, they did it right, right? They they figured out the community aspects to go out there and just get it done. Exactly. They came together as a group. They've, they've made a phenomenal hunting ground. Uh, I'm not from out there. I haven't had a chance to hunt out there. But I've heard they have a, a park where it's just user vault after user vault. It's the perfect loop to hit twice a day. I, I I wish I could go there. Actually, um, my girlfriend is over there right now, so I have the inside scoop on what's going on. <laughs> oh, but yeah, she. After this, I would love to hear about it. I it's gonna break my heart that I can't be there hunting it. She has yet to hit the yellow vault while being there. <gasps> missed opportunity. Does she have the yellow key at least? Yes, actually, she had her first yellow or first buddy quest with me, um, a a few days before she left. Very nice. Was that before they changed the referral system? So you also got a yellow key from her getting a yellow key? I, I assume I, you referred her? I did. I did refer her and I did get that yellow key. Um, and then oh, they that feels so good. <laughs> um, actually, that was at the very beginning of uh, this month um, because I had a buddy quest with her and I was a little sneaky. I told her we had to do it um, on the 1st of August so I could get those leaderboard points for it. Very nice. That... That is one of those things that a lot of people underestimate. Uh, I had a buddy quest at the start of this month. Uh, technically, it was the end of last month. And I asked my buddy, like, hey, you mind holding off for you know four yep. days so we can do this? And the leaderboards switch over at 8 p.m. in my time zone. Yep. So at 8.30, we, uh, we did our buddy quest. Then we met up and went and did the yellow vault for the week. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. That's Start so strong. Smart. That's so smart. And and you have those those yellow those yellow vaults around you. So you, so you can actually you can actually double dip on that. But you do get um leaderboard points for doing a buddy quest and it's like hitting a yellow vault, right? So it's a pretty significant exactly. amount. Exactly. And and if you start this is just uh my theory, but if you start higher on the leaderboards, uh it makes your life easier for the rest of the month. There have been a few months where I decide to start competing a week or two in because I'm doing reasonably well. And those months are very, very challenging. Whereas if you start strong and each week you're consistent, uh, it'll make your life much easier. At the end of the month, you won't have to grind as hard to keep up with people. I think I got a little bit lucky with um, the auction house coming out exactly at the time um, where it made people want to stack their keys and I was just spending them freely. Um, so I think that really helped my, helped my push there. I had saved up 800 blues, about 50 oh, greens, and just about 30 yellows for the beginning of this month. Uh, 
spent most of the previous month saving up and I have burned through them all far too fast. And the auction house, unfortunately, I haven't gotten the sale for any of the things I've posted yet, right. but I have bought quite a few things. I've right. probably spent close to a thousand uh, blue key equivalent in there so far. Oh, oh my. Um, so quickly yeah. getting back to the elemental invasion. Um, obviously, you know, us people who are, are doing long bike rides and, um, you know, playing the game vigorously um what is kind of like your plan if you if you have like a plan laid out for the 10 days um as soon as the event comes out start hunting right away Mm -hmm. don't don't leave it to chance because especially with the epic uh, i think the common will be no problem i think most people will get enough ingredients for that uh one of the two rares same thing you'll get one of the two pretty easily uh but the epic there's always a piece that no matter how hard you hunt, whether it's the blueprint or the special item for the epic skin, uh, I think for the Hawaii event, it was the coconut. For the mm-hmm. Doge event, it was the dog collar, mm-hmm. where you can hit hundreds of vaults and you might not get it where somebody else who's lucky gets it on their first vault. So I'm, it- I'm just going to hit everything as fast as I can. As soon as it comes out, I am not going to wait at all. So I have not been in an event that that has been like this where there's an epic involved i've only done the um the 4th of July and Canada Day event um where the the blueprint kind of came easily i'd say um so that's good knowledge good uh good strategy to have knowing that um these blueprints especially the epic and the resources used are, are like rare <laughs> absolutely also I would say one more tip with that. Don't print your common ones unless you're first and you want to get the bonus points or the rares and you want to get the bonus points for first print. Don't print them until you've printed your epic or until near the end of the event. Uh, With the chill one, the epic from the Hawaii event, I printed the common, I printed the rare, and then the event ended and I was short some flowers I had all the other ingredients for it, but I'm short some flowers for the epic. And that's a, it's a lesson that I have learned for this next one. That is a very good idea as well. It's those little things, right? So don't use up those precious resources until you were able to accomplish like the top one. You work your way from the highest down because the common exactly. is going to be easy to get those ingredients. Right on. That's, that's very smart. Um, so that kind of transitions me into another thing I have written down here uh, that um, was kind of introduced when the auction house came on. Um, and that was that um, the QBs, uh, the blueprints itself. So if, you, if you've if you had a blueprint in your inventory and you've gotten rid of it, you can no longer ever get that <laughs> blueprint. Um, so what do you think about something like that? I like it. It prevents... Uh big hunters, even, you know, intermediate hunters from selling off all their blueprints to people who don't know any better and then just going and getting them again. Um, I don't know if in the future the blueprints or the QBs themselves are going to be the important part. Uh, So, like, I I don't plan on printing any more purple, red, or yellow QBs. I am tempted to sell those blueprints. Uh, but again, is there a demand for them? Are there people buying blueprints that they can earn themselves? Uh, whereas like the OG blueprint, 
that one was so in demand. And even if they bring back that event next year, since you've already gotten it, you can't get it again. Actually, no, sorry. The OG wasn't an event. The OG was shop. Right. I believe it was two green keys. <laughs> Which is wild for, for an Epic. That's such a good deal. Yeah. Uh, the leaderboard points alone on that make it absolutely worth it. I was able to snag one of those in the auction house. Cost me about Oof, cost nice. me about five hundred blue keys, which I think is on the cheaper end. Yeah, since yep. since you can't get them anymore, I've tried to grab my uh, myself one of them, but uh, I kept getting outbid, and I wasn't yeah. here for when the bidding ended. But uh, I had to print my OG. I said I wasn't going to do it, and I had to print it to compete for the June leaderboards. I that see. thousand points was too too much to pass up. Yeah, and that's what I did. I immediately printed mine. Um, because I think that as far as, you know, the blueprint goes, uh, yeah, it, the blueprint's just... The only reason it's better than the actual QB is because of those points. Like, the actual QB itself can only be printed once out of the blueprint, right? And you can only have one blueprint. So it, it, they're kind of equal, except for that leaderboard trade-off. Um, so I have no problem creating that and, and then holding on to the QB itself. I think the fact that you get leaderboard points from blueprints in certain cases, especially if they make events where you get a blueprint without needing a special resource, like, you know, the flowers or the dog food, mm-hmm. whatever it is for that particular event. If it's paint and resin based, those blueprints are going to be really in demand because you don't have to worry about getting some exclusive ingredient from the auction house at a heavily marked up value. It's, I've already got enough paint for this. I want that blueprint. I want those leaderboard points. Um, whereas the the Doge, for example, right now, how many callers are left for people who want to print themselves a Doge QB? Exactly. And if you don't have that caller, what value is the blueprint really? Mm-hmm. Yep. No, that's that's exactly what's going on here. Um, so also, I have here that after the um, Elemental Invasion... Uh, the next event after that, this is like way in the future, is the Halloween event. Just wanted to bring that up because I know you have, I think you have a Halloween skin on right now in game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do Proudly my homework. showing off some of my auction house winnings. Uh, I see, I see. Um, so you excited for that one then? Very. I, mm-hmm. I think the thing I'm most excited is to see if they're bringing in new QBs or whether they'll be bringing back some of the ones that we've seen in the past. Um, it's it's kind of an interesting conundrum, because if they're bringing back old ones, the value on the ones that I've been buying recently, obviously going to drop, because there's going to be a huge influx of them uh, flying into the market. But if they bring out new ones, and people are feeling seasonal or thematic, they're going to want these old skins that they can no longer get, especially if oh, I, I really like that jack-o'-lantern. They're not doing it this year. I'll pay twice as much as you bought for it. I think uh, the combination of a special event uh, and some new skins are going to create some great opportunities for people who have been collecting. So I think I can sh- shed a little bit of light on that. I believe what was going to be happening is um, they will be changing it, kind of. Um, so there's going to be... Um, I, uh, this might be for those... QBs without blueprints in general. Um, but there's going to be like a slight tweak on it. Like they're not going to be the exact same. Um, so that that goes for kind of the QB, like for example, the turkey QB. 
Yes, very in demand in the auction house. Very expensive when you see it go up. Right. Um, and I believe, I believe someone in the in the Discord had actually sold the turkey QB, um, for about um five hundred blue keys, and there's only actually fifty four of those in the game. <laughs> um, wow. So I think I think that they're extremely extremely rare. That also goes, uh, with the New Year's Eve qb um and do you yes. have both of those no those are actually two i think i'm only missing five or six skins still no. and the new year's eve the turkey the snowman the usa qb are the four that come to mind right now that i still need to get my hands on oh and the vampire but i think there was only like three people who actually got those and one or two of them don't play anymore so those are incredibly rare yeah exactly um, so I don't think we'll, well, we won't be seeing those ever again, um, but slight variations of them, I believe. Um, so that's, that's a that's great thing there. Uh, illusion Weaver yeah. said legendary skins should be legendary. It's always disappointing when you go into a game and everybody is a legendary. And I think it applies to the epics as well. You want an epic skin to be fairly epic. You want the players who have epic skins to have either had to work really hard for it or pay a pretty sum for it because if everybody has it where's the excitement in in being one of the masses agreed agreed um so there was also a hint at um uh, this was a quality of life um hint that was teased um and i i want to just kind of get your take on it because i know i have some thoughts on it um but it said uv user vaults will be um like this is in the future i don't know if this is in the works but it was mentioned. <laughs> it said that user vaults in the future will be in a deactivated state after hitting them to avoid confusion. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, that is perfect because sometimes when I'm out on these hunts, I question which way I'm going. The north, south, east, west only does so much when you've been hunting for hours. Um, but seeing the route that I've recently hunted and then knowing exactly which ones I've missed or hit rather than just seeing an empty map on one side, uh, especially when you're you're making content, you're making videos, it doesn't feel great showing people an empty map behind you. But if you can spin around and show everything you have hunted versus everything still to hunt, it really mm. gives you more of a sense of the the opportunities that are out there for for players who aren't super familiar with the the vault system and how many vaults are out there and how many keys are out there. That's actually an interesting take. I didn't think about it like that. Like if you were showing maybe a referral, all the user vaults in the area, but you know, you're a coin hunt world player and you've already hit them all and your map is, it has nothing on it. Um, I, I, I never thought of it about it that way. I only thought about it the way of it confusing me. Like, uh, like which way do I go? Have I hit that one? Have I not? I know it says in a deactivated state, but you know, maybe again it's just one of those things we we're not used to um but we never knew that we needed exactly when when i will hunt my way down to the yellow vault um it it's going to be a nice thing to both show other players that everything behind me there was stuff back there too it's not just an empty map uh and it's also going to help me kind of plan my routes a little better like ah if I had just uh, gone around this one block, I could have grabbed an extra three keys and a vault rather than uh, there's probably a reason I didn't go that way. There wasn't much leading up to it. And this is one of the things that I've been doing a little more this month. You end up not taking just the straight route from 
the east end of the city to the west end and then back, you say, well, there's nothing until the next corner. If I go around this, this city block right next to me, I'll, I'll have more vaults, I'll have more keys. And I think being able to see all of the stuff you've hit mm -hmm. will make it so much easier to both plan a route and, uh, this is another thing I actually just thought of now, update the, uh, the coin hunt uh, map that I believe it was... Uh, yes. Uh, and Anakura created. Yep. I there are some amazing the wiki and the map and your podcast. I absolutely love the content that is being created for this game. Some of them help you hunt. Some of them help you keep up on the news. Some of yep. them help you when you're deciding whether you can actually print something before you have to go to the print shop to do so. And and I think this is just going to be one of those great quality of life uh, changes that benefits everybody who's trying to create and improve the game. I agree. And I also want to throw in um, the newsletter as well. I am so excited. I signed up for that and I cannot wait to receive my first one. Do you know when it's coming out? Um, so typically it comes out Friday nights or Saturday mornings. Um, I usually wake up to it on a, on the Saturday morning after the oh. podcast drops. Um, and it's, it's a little bit of the same stuff, but, just two different takes one's a conversation you know one's like draw so it's it's real nice and um marlov puts a lot of work into it um so i just want to i just wanted to make sure that got slipped in there too <laughs> i don't think i've gotten the opportunity to read that letter yet i must have signed up earlier this week so i haven't got one yet i am mm -hmm. very excited to see that this weekend there there is a link to um, see the previous ones, but you know you're all caught up. So um, I think the next one will be for you. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think we're pushing on 50 or 45 minutes here. So um, there is another um, section I have, and it's the player interview. So do you want to just kind of jump into that? Heck yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, so... The first question um, I, I usually ask everybody, um, but I think you've already touched on this a little bit, but you know, just to get you to reiterate it, it would be nice. Um, so how do you hunt? Um, kind of what is your, and, and what is like your general overall strategy? Um, so I would put it like this. Coin hunt is a way of life for me. Uh, it changes pretty frequently how my hunts are because I... I don't think my bike was designed to be ridden 50 kilometers a day, 60 kilometers a day, every day. Uh, right. On competition months especially, I am breaking my bike about twice a month. Uh, last time I competed in June, I broke my pedal 30 kilometers into a hunt. Uh, I oh, flattened no. a tire and I bent my rim. I think it was out of, <laughs> out of uh, commission three times that month. So one of the things I've been doing more recently is really mixing up my hunts. I'll do like a five or six kilometer walk, grab some coffee and just hunt my area. Then I'll hop on my bike and do, I think, usually 20 to 30 kilometers. Although this month it's more like 50 kilometers. I'm going hard. Uh, and I'll just kind of do the east end. I'll come back, take a break, grab some food, grab some water, recharge my phone. I, uh, a battery pack. That is a game changer for anybody whose hunts Ooh. are limited by battery life. Yeah, uh, I carry one with me on every hunt now. Uh, and after I've come back and rested, once it starts to cool off in the evening, I'll go do the entire West End. I do not double hunt anymore. 
if I yeah. double hunt, I will run out of keys within a couple yep. of days. There are too many vaults, and I've without the keys well. respawning, it's not worth it. Uh, another thing, actually, I like to mix up my route. I have kind of a general, this area is really good, this street is really good. But with the addition of user vaults, players are creating hotspots that are off the beaten path sometimes. You know, this side street suddenly has six user vaults right. on it. Why would I want to pass that up? Uh, the beaches in Toronto are yeah. a really cool one. There was only one green vault uh, and maybe three keys and one or two blues. But three players, uh, two of them I actually know, one of them I don't, have made a beautiful string of user vaults. It's a straight path. You can walk it in about 30 minutes and grab 30-something vaults. And then once the vaults reset, you can just walk it back if you're down there at the right time. Wow, that sounds blessed. <laughs> you get a beautiful view. You get some crypto. You get some exercise and fresh air. What's not to like? Exactly. Um, okay, that that's, I mean, that's a vigorous hunt. So that sounds like, <laughs> you know, that's a top player strategy. This game has been phenomenal for getting in shape. I, uh, I've lost a lot of weight. Uh, yeah. Actually, March alone, I lost six kilograms because I had started biking while hunting. Really and every day I was out there and whew, it, it feels amazing. I feel like I'm in a lot better shape and I also feel a little bit smarter because of this game. So Good. thank you, Coin Hunt World. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, so uh, we've touched on a few future updates that are coming. Um, but I don't want to limit you to just the ones that we've talked about. Um, but which future updates are you most excited for and why? Other structures. Um, oh, yes. They have teased for a while that user vaults were just kind of the, the get it started for players claiming territory. Uh, yep. More recently, they've stated that uh, specific QBs will be required for specific structures. Yep. And I, I am so excited to see what they do with that because it, it adds another element of strategy to the game and another, uh, another layer of kind of curiosity. What, what QBs am I going to need for what I want to do? Am I going to be able to add my own keys at some point? I, I have a buddy who is obsessed with keys. He started like a week before the floating vault yeah. and he wanted that hundred dollars. So he spent a week doing these massive bike rides with me, but skipping all of the vaults. Wow. Just wanting to hit all the key boosts along the way. Wow. And uh, I'm, I'm very glad he got that hundred dollars. Cause if he had worked that hard and not gotten it, I don't know if he'd still be playing with me. <laughs> <laughs> Missed the question after all of that. Oh no. Oh, it, that would be such a brutal thing. If, you know, it's bad enough losing a green vault when you only have one key or or a yellow vault, even if you've got an extra key. Can you imagine failing that red or purple vault after having worked really hard to get there and then that was all your keys? Oh, no. Yeah, that it hasn't good. happened to me yet, but I'm worried for it. It's going to one day. I'm not quite yet at the point where I'm only doing key runs, uh, but I think I'm dreading that day. <laughs> I think the way they've change the drop rate uh i i don't know if it's subtle or or they've actually mentioned it but i feel like most user vaults i hit i get a key back a blue key back from and i again i don't really keep track of exactly how many i hit or how much i get from a hunt because i'm burning them so quick and i'm trying not to get run over by cars while i'm out there running around but 
I do feel like I'm getting a lot more green vaults, or sorry, green keys from blue vaults in the last week. So I I have decided, <laughs> this is of my own volition, that um, I think I get approximately 25% back, so maybe one in one in four uh, user vaults, I get a, a blue key, and I think it might the drop rate for a green key might be like one in fifty. Um, but but that's just me, and I, I think that that's maybe slightly accurate. But you know, for all, for all we know, it could be totally something totally different. <laughs> for the green vaults that, or sorry, for the green keys, that feels absolutely what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Every fifty vaults or so, I'm I'm getting a green key back. Uh, for me, I would say either every other vault uh, or every vault. Probably every other vault is reasonable. I'm getting a blue key back in the last week. And not from regular vaults. The regular vaults do still seem a little bit weaker. Yeah, they suck. But in Toronto, so many of these regular vaults have been replaced by user vaults. And at first, we were all pretty upset about it. Like, come on, there's so many other places you could add it. But now it's like, well, you've you've made my route that has a lot of keys better. I'm getting more resin. I'm getting more paint. Mm Mm-hmm. As long as you fill it up or allow me to fill it up, I'm yeah. fine with it. <laughs> exactly. Um, so you said the, the structures. Um, what are you doing to kind of like prepare, prepare for that update, or if uh, anything at all? Definitely the acquiring of skins. Mm, uh, yes. It's kind of multitasking because they've teased there's going to be a leaderboard based on the number of skins you have. Yep. Um, and the fact that you'll need skins for certain structures means if for example the turkey or the uh i don't know the doge is needed to create something really cool uh you're you're going to see the value on those skins shoot up but you're also going to see a great opportunity to be placing structures that everybody wants to hit so say you create your 10 user vaults uh next to the yellow vault or next to a green vault and then you add this new structure that everybody wants to get to You've created a hunting ground where everybody is going to flock towards where they're hitting your vault, they're hitting your structure. And I think that just has so much potential on the, on the same line of thought as you're claiming your territory. If, if you get a group of you know, three friends, four friends together, you can already make a beautiful hunting zone. Imagine if you could add keys to that or a doghouse that gives you, I don't know, paint or resin every time you click it. Like, yeah, yeah. So much potential there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's a great answer. Um, so I've curated a special um question for you, <laughs> just be, just because I know that um I've been making a leaderboard push and you've been quite vocal about making the leaderboard push and you a little more successful than me. <laughs> uh, so I just want to ask, like, what advice would you give to say a beginner who wants to try to climb the leaderboards? Um, I think the biggest things that I could say are get some wheels. Uh, if you're walking right now, walking is great. Walking is a great way to explore your neighborhood, to find the keys and vaults. But if you want to compete, it's either going to take all of your time or you're going to want to be on wheels. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the other thing is save up some resources, save up some blueprints. Um, if you go into a month and you've only got 20 blue keys, you're going to spend so much time having to either skip higher tier vaults like the greens, mm-hmm. or you're going to be having to go out of your way for keys rather than vaults. And the keys don't give leaderboard points. But if you go into a month with 
even a few rares and an epic or two uh, and a big stockpile of keys and a half-decent stockpile of resin, it makes your life so much easier. You, you can fill up half of somebody's user vault, their bulldozer, and then check the leaderboards and say, okay, I've jumped two positions, but I'm still behind this person. Yeah. Throw another 50 resin in there and see how much higher you climb. Um, knowing that this is a strategy game that you can prepare, you can uh, have what you need going into it will make your life much easier. Um, I, I thought this month that I had enough keys, 800 blues, 50-ish greens, 30-ish yellows. And I am finding out now, what, 20 days into the month that that's not the case. Yeah. And, okay, so, and just to piggyback off that question, um, what is it that you do, like, at a high level to get um, the leaderboard points that you're getting this month? Um, just hitting definitely vaults? Definitely sheer quantity of vaults that I right. hit. Uh, it's, this is by far the most I've ever traveled. Uh, each month, I would say the competition gets much harder as more players join the game. Uh, as more players learn these kind of strategies, are saving up blueprints, are saving up resin and keys, there are there are players that you haven't seen on the leaderboards before, or at least in the top five, top ten, and suddenly they're killing you. And it's because they were smart about it; they prepared ahead of time. Um, yep. And so, if you don't have the resin, if you don't have the keys, you'll spend half of your time just trying to get resources to compete with them, rather than actually being in competition with them. Uh, I, I think resin and keys are the big two. Blueprints are beautiful, but it is hard to get epic blueprints if you don't already have keys. Um, but everybody has access to those keys right now. Everybody has access to resin. Save it up for a month, save it up for two months, and find a month especially where you have a little bit of free time, whether you've got a, a week off work or school or you know summer vacation, whatever it is for you that makes your yourself more available to hunt uh i think i'm spending six to eight hours most days playing coin hunt uh making content for coin hunt mm -hmm. um, especially now that the referral system has changed you can't rely on people giving you leaderboard yeah. points you have to you have to steal them by filling up every dozer before your competition does. <laughs> yep. And also that can change in the next coming week too, right? With these dynamic rewards where you're actually getting more leaderboard points for a faster answer. Um, so you can now take that into account when you're trying to, I guess, push for leaderboard points. Like you got to be answered. I know, I know this week I've actually decided to test myself, at least on the blue questions, uh, like how fast I can click the right answer. <laughs> I don't know. it's a good way to prepare for it yeah. also try and get comfortable with a few more categories um like right. general knowledge and lifestyle were my go-to's i always did those every time i got them uh i've now expanded for at least the blue categories books geography entertainment and science i feel pretty comfortable with almost every blue question i encounter there the odd author still gets me mixed up but the idea is that if you don't have the questions you want and you're not competing right now, step outside your comfort zone. Start learning other categories because there will be vaults that only give you ones you don't like. Right. At least you'll be prepared for them. Exactly. All right. Um, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. Um, I know that uh, you obviously have all your socials 
and uh, you do your TikTok thing and you content create. Um, so I'm just going to give you a second to kind of, I don't know, shout yourself out um, because I think everybody, I mean, I obviously watch your content and I think other people should too. So why don't you just give people a way to, you know, watch your stuff? I love it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Reddit. It's not where I post most of my stuff, but it is where I post some of the more quality videos uh, that I think other people will benefit from, like my five yellow volt fail in a row. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I'm finally stepping in on Reddit. You can also find me on TikTok under the name Smooshy Brad, S-M-O-O-S-H-I-E-B-R-A-D. Um, and I have a fan group called Coin Hunt World Canada. So if you're a Canadian player, you want to meet other Canadian players, uh, you want to find buddies and share memes and just fun successes and fails and opinions, Coin Hunt World Canada, it's a great group. There's a lot of great members in there. Some, and I'll get the links to those from you and I'll put them in the description um, so everybody can find that pretty easy. Um, so that's it from us. Um, thank you guys for listening and um, I'll see you next week. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.